Well, I never took a no personally, but I would take success personally. And so I, I kind of separated those two. I think the biggest fear of today, especially what we're going through, is the fear of the unknown because no one has a clue what's really happening. And that is coming up next on Bootstrapping Your Dreams Show, so stay tuned. So, the big question is this. How are ambitious people like us, who don't have a lot of resources, did not go to Ivy League colleges, were not born into wealth, how do we become resourceful enough? Use our creativity, our dedication, and a little bit of crazy to bootstrap our way to realizing our dreams. Whether it is launching a new company, launching a new app, or making it to the top of the corporate ladder. That is the question. And this podcast will give you the answers. We have created a tremendous community of bootstrappers, entrepreneurs, and professionals who are ambitious, resourceful, and want to get things done. We brainstorm, support, and help each other out. So come join us. Navigate to bootstrapping.group. Join today and get the Startup Founders Technology Accelerator video series absolutely free. Hello and welcome to this new episode of Bootstrapping Your Dreams show. And today um, I have a very special guest, Greg Reed. So a lot of you may already know Greg. Uh, he's, uh, he's world famous. So uh, let me just tell you a little bit about his accomplishments. Greg is an action-taking phenomena. Strategy turns into results fast and furious. And relationships are deep and rich in the space he orbits. For over 25 years, Greg has inspired hundreds of thousands of people to take personal responsibility to step into the potential of their greatness. And as such, his life of contribution has been recognized by government leaders of foreign princes, as well as luminaries in education, business, and industry. An authority on the subjects of perseverance, success, adaptability, and transforming ideas into reality, Greg has published over 63 books, including 28 bestsellers in 45 languages, titles such as Tickability, The Power of Perseverance, Wealth Made Easy, and The Millionaire Mentor, and Three Feet from Gold. Uh, turn, into turn your obstacles into opportunities, have inspired countless readers to understand the most valuable lessons we learn, and also the easiest ones to apply. Greg is known best for his uh, for being founder and CEO of Secret Knock, an exclusive event and professional collaboration community. Uh, Secret Knock is strictly invite only and includes well-known executives, entrepreneurs, artists, and professional athletes. As a respected keynote presenter, Greg has been ranked as one of the top speakers worldwide by Forbes Inc. and Entrepreneur Magazines. He appears regularly at national conferences, on television, in media, including Fox Business News, Bloomberg, NBC, CBS, uh, and Microsoft Presents. Greg has addressed uh, audiences uh, at uh, prestigious organizations such as Harvard, United Nations, Pentagon, TEDx, um, moderated the 2017 City Gala presented by the Entrepreneur Magazine. For his work in mentoring youth in his hometown of San Diego, Greg was honored by White House, where President Bill Clinton commended Greg for his work to positively working with youth through a mentorship program. One of uh, Greg's greatest honors were, was presenting a Lifetime Achievement Award to astronaut Buzz Aldrin before an audience of his peers, including Richard Branson. Awesome. So I'm sure I missed a whole bunch of your accomplishments. Uh, we'll go over that, but uh, you have led such an impressive life. So uh, can we just uh, take a moment and, and uh, learn about how you got started? I, I know it's an interesting story and you know how you made uh, 
progress and and you know through your stumbles and and all the things that came along first of all hi <laughs> great to see you that was the longest introduction ever. I, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to have to record that and send it to my mom so she thinks I do something cool. <laughs> yeah. Before we were starting, it's so funny. I've been putting a bunch of oxygen in my, my lungs because all the stuff going around. So I was taking a hit before we started. So sorry yeah. about that. Hey, so everyone, my name is Greg. Uh, I'm an author, speaker, filmmaker, right here in my house in San Diego, California. And, you know, it's a lot of people always ask where this journey began. Uh, but for me, it was a little bit late in life for personal development. From age 20 to 40, I only had one job. You know, I was in advertising sales uh -huh. and I grew that into a very large business and I ended up selling it. And someone said I should speak at a university and tell my story. Uh -huh. And afterwards, a kid came up and said, you should write a book. And I go, man, that's a great goal. I've never really read a book. <laughs> <laughs> so I took it on myself uh -huh. and understand this. I am dyslexic. I cannot read. I cannot write. I, I can't spell. Play me words with friends. You'll win every time. And I understood a powerful thing. Work your strengths and hire your weaknesses. Yeah. So I got great ghostwriters and editors that take my gift of gab and craft them in the way that people want to read it. And now it's been over 100 books in 45 languages around the world. Wow. It just proves that there is no excuse, man, just surround yourself with awesome people. Yeah, yeah. yeah I missed out on, I, I only listed 63, but you are already up to 100. So next time we talk, it'll be 200. Um, uh, and, you know, speaking of books, because uh, I, I attended the Secret Knock uh, meeting and, and you told the story about your first book. And it was quite an interesting story. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will you mind uh, sharing that story? Absolutely. So when you write a book, you do something called the query letter. It basically says who you are, what's your message, why an expert, who's going to read your book, right? And I sent eight of these query letters out every single week. And next week, I get eight returned envelopes saying, go away, you stink, you can't spell. Told you. Yeah. <laughs> I was turned down by 268 publishers, agents, and brokers in a row. The 269th one said, we'll do your book. Just change the title, the beginning, the middle, and the end part. Got <laughs> a ghostwriter, and it became a global phenomenon. It's on multiple languages around the world. And it, what's really interesting, I just noticed this the other day. I did a quote in this book, and it's been, it was shared 37 million times last year. Wow. How's that for a crazy number, right? And the moral is... What if I would have quit after 50 rejections or 200 or 300 or four, you know, or whatever, right? And the main thing is, is to never give up when you know that you're on to something really, really special. I'm going to find this uh, quote for you real quick, and you, you know, you're going to recognize it real quick. You know, it's interesting. People always talk about goals and goal setting, but I was about goal achieving. So this is what it says, okay? It says, a dream written down with a date becomes a goal. A goal broken down becomes a plan, and a plan put backed by action makes your dreams come true. Oh, it man. means that it's the action and the law of attraction. Yeah, Think yeah. it, feel it, get off your backside, and you got to do it. Awesome. That's great. And uh, I'm going to talk about perseverance because, you know, after uh, 260, I mean, even after 10 failures, you know, most people will give up, right? Um, and you mentioned that you kept going, kept going, and you knew that you were onto something. How did you figure that out? Like, how did you uh, rise above all that rejection and say, you know, I've got something, so I'm going to keep going? 
Well, I never took a no personally, but I would take success personally. Uh-huh. And so I, I kind of separated those two. To me, I just figured that they didn't understand what I was doing. I didn't really take it personal. And what I did is I took all those rejection letters and I would tape them to the wall. My office looked like it was wallpapered with rejections, but I thought it was kind of comical. So I kept sending more and more because I go, how many can I get up to? Because I knew eventually someone would take it. And by the way, I'm going to give this away to somebody. So choose who, and I will autograph it and I will mail it out into- uh, If you're listening or watching a replay, uh, drop a comment and we'll pick a winner and you'll get get an awesome book from uh, Greg himself. So that'll be amazing. Um, Now, uh, you know, uh, perseverance and 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 keep trying obviously you know those are things we uh, we all learn as kids but uh you know this this fear of rejection fear of failure it's hard to overcome it's buried deep inside right so we uh, we will say uh, you know i would rather not try than to get rejected right so uh, to, to you know to your point you know you were you were doing all these comical things but um it it takes a lot of courage, a lot of you know internal work to to get to that point and be comfortable in your own skin. So how did you get that get to that point? Yeah, or you just have to be a goofball and not really you know worry about it. And, and at the end of the day, this was my concept. Okay, I realize if you ask enough ladies out, eventually you'll get a date for a dance. Mm-hmm. So to me, it was just a numbers game. I was a sales and marketing guy my whole life. You know, I get on the phone, make 400 calls to get one you know person to listen to me and do what you got to do. So I never really took that stuff, you know, personally. And, and you talk about, you know, the fear of rejection, the fear of failure. I, I honestly don't believe in that. I, I know it's contradictory, but I don't. When Napoleon Hill wrote this book here, it's called Think and Grow Rich, like 100 years ago, right? The biggest chapter that he did was called The Six Ghosts of Fear. And the biggest chapter was about fear. And it was the fear of loss of love, fear of old age, fear of whatever. And I don't even think those fears are relevant today. I think the biggest fear of today, especially what we're going through, it's the fear of the unknown because no one has a clue what's really happening. It's the fear of pain. But the number one fear is judgment, what other people are thinking. And there's a bumper sticker. that says like, what would you do if you couldn't fail? Forget about it. What would you do the moment you stopped giving a crap what people thought? Would you start that business? Would you ask that person out for a date? Would you write a movie screenplay? What would you do? And I think right now is the perfect time because no one's thinking about you. They're dealing with their own situation. So the main thing what we want to do, since they're not looking in the window, take that idea from your head and get it started. So when we come out of this, maybe you're going to be four or five steps ahead of your competition. Awesome. And so, uh, you know, you talk about action a lot. Uh, A lot of people start. various things and they are very enthusiastic when they started and then uh, you know the first problem hits or the next challenge comes in and slowly the momentum sort of uh, you know just gives way to inaction and after a week we are on to something else uh, you know trying out have you experienced something like this and how did you overcome all the, all these challenges well every single thing i have done is there's been an element to challenge yet you see behind me there's a lot of reward right. Success on the other side of it. Again, when I did Three Feet from Gold, you know, I was turned down by three years, my first major best-selling book from every publisher in New York. They're saying, look, what makes you think that you're qualified to work with the Think and Grow Rich brand and carry on the tradition, right? And I just would never, again, take the nose personally for myself. And I do believe actionable steps and then you look for opportunity. 
One person I met with, Truett Cathy, who founded Chick-fil-A, he said, stop planning. He goes, get off your backside and move. I said, what do you mean? He goes, well, if I'm on my sofa and I want to get to the end of the street, I got to stand up and take action. Yeah. The planner is going to overthink it, where they're going to pause and take a break and watch out for a sprinkler. He goes, I'm looking for opportunity. Did mm -hmm. it give a skateboard, a bicycle out to make my journey short? If I'm lucky, I'll wave down a neighbor driving by. I'll hitch a ride to the end of the street. He goes, either way, I'll get to my goal. I'm just not so caught up in exactly how it has to happen. And successful people think just that way. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, very important, especially right now, because we don't have access to a lot of means that, that we used to. You know, can't even step outside the home. So yeah. a lot of opportunity to, to upskill ourselves. Um, now, let's talk about uh, a few concepts you talk about uh, quite a bit. Stickability, adaptability. Uh, so can you share with us what are your thoughts about stickability? What are your thoughts about adaptability? Well, first of all, this is another book I'll, I'll donate to somebody. It's called oh. Think and Grow Rich, Stickability, The Power to Persevere. The first person I interviewed for this one, I was watching a 60 Minutes, and there was this guy on there named Marty Cooper. And mm -hmm. he invented something called the cellular phone. Everyone's got a cell phone, right? And I asked him, I go, what does stickability mean to you? And he said, stickability has to be parallel with flexibility. He says, if you're not willing to adapt and adjust, you'll get stuck. And he told the story about a spider monkey. Mm -hmm. He said, in the rainforest, you can't catch it or harpoon it. It's too wiry. But one hunter figured it out. He took a heavy log, drilled a tiny hole, dropped the peanut inside, and left it at the base of the jungle. Mm -hmm. The monkey would smell the nut, come down from the treetop, reach his hand in, grab a hold of the nut, and it's become so big, he can't pull it back out and become anchored to the log. Yeah. All he's got to do is let go, but he thinks that nut is nutrition and saving him. The hunter comes by an hour later, captures the elusive spider monkey. Mm -hmm. And the moral is, are you holding on to your own nut right now? But it could be in that form of a job or a deal or a house or a car or guilt or remorse. And what we're holding on with dear life, because we think it's saving us, just like the monkey thought the nut, mm -hmm. saving its life, could also be the thing that's leading to our own demise. Yeah. Sometimes we have to have the courage and the fortitude to simply let go and adapt and adjust mm -hmm. so we can live to fight another day. Cool. But how do you how do you identify that? How do you analyze that? Because as you said, by definition, we are blinded uh, to that what is possible. So how do you get out of your own way or look inside in your own head and, and see these invisible things? Well, surround yourself with people that you have respect for, not people you have influence over. I'll start with that one right now. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, most people listen to, you know, opinion rather than counsel. Mm -hmm. And opinions based on ignorance, lack of knowledge, and experience, like all your family, friends who've never done what you want to do. Yeah. Counsel is wisdom, knowledge, mentorship. If you go to a family friend and say you're going to write a book, they're going to protect me and protect me out of doing that and talk me out of it because they've never written a best-selling book and they know I can't spell. Yeah. But if I go to Jack Canfield and say, hey, I want to be a best-selling author, he's going to say, Greg, sit down. Here's what you need to know. And tell me the blueprint based on wisdom, knowledge, mentorship. Yeah. If we would spend our activity only seeking counsel and ignoring people's opinion, that's the day your life would change. Awesome. And, um, and we talked about adaptability. So adaptability is another thing that you're passionate about. So can you unpack that for us? I just did. So oh, adaptability, sorry. adaptability. Go to the end of the street, be a spider monkey. I mean, yeah. the realities are, look, you adjust. I'll give you an example right now. Look, 
I'm not giving financial advice. I'm being very, very clear ahead of time for everybody. I'm going to share with you people what Greg Reed just did today, yeah. and then you can apply your own version of it, okay? So I'm not a, a, an overly intelligent guy. I'm just a regular guy, but I look at common sense, and I realize we're all in quarantine. And for example, Starbucks stock you know, went more than half yeah, because yeah. one can go to Starbucks. So I went and being a genius, right? I bought a boatload of Starbucks stock. Now look, in a month or two when we're released from there, where's the first place everyone's going to go? Probably Starbucks. Yeah. So chances are that stock is going to go back to normal. Now, where else have you seen an opportunity where you potentially could double your money in two or three? I mean, it, it, it's so rare. And there's a million, million, million opportunities just like that all around us. And it's reticular activator and starting looking for them. And I got to tell you right now, you will kick yourself if you don't, because this too shall pass. And when you come out the other side, you want to be standing on top and be able to enjoy some of the fruits of all these opportunities. That's great. Um, and you talk a lot about core values for personal achievement as well as business. So, um, so it's part of the self-discovery as you were talking about. So can you talk about that? Like, you know, what are these values and how, why are they so important in our life and business? You know, yeah, values and morals is such a judgment call, right? So I, I cannot project that onto other people. How I live my life is a little bit different than the average person. Look, I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't take illegal drugs. I'm just, that's my life. It doesn't mean that that's right for you. The same thing in business. I always show up early. I make sure that, you know, I, I put myself out there. I, I clean up, I show up. And just by doing these simple little daily actions separates yourself from the 95% who are just dreaming of success to the top 5% who actually achieve it. I mean, simple little things that are common sense that your parents and your grandparents taught you, but it's the application because common sense is not common. Yeah, that's true. Um, and uh, let's uh, bring it uh, to the current environment, as you were saying earlier. Like, um, how, can you uh, share any any tips how people can sort of you know calm your, calm themselves down and adopt a more positive outlook with uh, with everything that is going on with the virus and and the lockdown? Well, I can show what, what I'm doing again. Rather, rather than project, yeah, yeah. Last thing we need in the world is another freaking guru going, you should do this and you should do this, right? But I'll give you the inside scoop. I'm just a student. I'm in the same process as everybody. I'm also looking at these things going like, what can we do? So what I did is I formed a mastermind group, literally. And so we just did one you know, last night where there's 18 of us from around the world that jump on a Zoom and we sit there and say, hey, I'm working on this situation. I could use some help. What do you think of this? And there's all these people we have respect for. And by doing that, it keeps our mind in the game. And guess what? I'm still making money. I'm still doing my things because they're keeping my brain clear of the doom and gloom. And they're pointing us in the right directions. And nowhere in PMA, positive mental attitude, does it say you have to run away from reality. So I'm being a realist. Look, I've, I've got all the mask and the thing and no one's coming to the house and I'm unlocked. I'm protecting myself. And then on the other side, I'm going, what's the flip side of this? Yeah. When the smoke clears, what do I want it to look like? And I'm headed that direction. Yeah. Um, so that's absolutely a, a wonderful advice. So uh, preparing yourself and being realistic and facing the fears. Um, earlier, you talked about mentorship and guidance. So, uh, you know, I challenge, uh, I am an introvert and I had toughest time approaching people. Um, and uh, what is your uh, view about, 
you know talking to somebody you respect like how do you how do you even get to them how do you even find how do you even convince them hey you know give me some of your time and wisdom okay so first of all the most successful people are also the most available mm-hmm. and we'll know that because the realities are it is so much easier to get to the founder of Remax Real Estate Corporation, a billion dollar juggernaut than your local Remax office who's got all ego and is driving his BMW and has 14 people in front of the office, right? So I believe in jumping to the front of the line. And then also the most successful people are the most available with specificity. I'll give you an example. The way that I get access to these people, even when I did this book, I would reach out to the guy who started NASCAR, Miss America, and the guy built an elevator to space and all this stuff. And here's what I would do, specificity. I said, listen, I'm working on a book called Stickability, The Power to Persevere. I need 12.5 minutes of your time. I will fly to you, put all the expense from the time I open the door till the time I leave will be 12.5 minutes so you can kick me out. I'm going to ask you one simple question, how you persevered when you wanted to quit. How's that? And that specificity opened up the doors. But most people go, hey, I want to pick your brain. I don't want my brain picked. Hey, I want to take you out to lunch. I don't know you. I want to take you to dinner. Let's bike up. No, no. But if it's that specificity that will open up the doors. Now, here's another thing. I'm going to give you a little golden nugget. Everyone listen to this. This is it. Stop making the people you want to have access to work for you. And I'm going to give you an example. If I'm on stage and there's 10,000 people and I come off and I get mobbed with folks and they say the nicest things. Hey, I want to help you. I want to be a contribution. I want to service. How can I work with you? I don't know you. So now I gotta re- I gotta do a whole interview process and you're making me work for you. But on the same note, if I walked off stage and said, Hey Greg, I noticed on Instagram you got a half a million followers. I make kick-ass memes. Let me make you two free ones, send them to your cell phone by the end of the business day. If you like them, maybe you can use my services. Yeah. Done. Cool. But that's what people are missing. Specificity rules the game. Awesome, awesome. That's great advice, and I know uh, you, you're running out of time. So, are we okay for a few minutes? Or, or sh- all right, great. Uh, uh, mistakes. So, you know, we all make mistakes, uh, especially when we are trying to get through this unpredictable environment. Uh, some of your mistake, any entertainment and uh, entertaining stories about the mistakes you made, how you got out of them, um, so that our audience can learn from them. Yeah, I mean, again, back to the thing, my truth, my little world is uh, there's a dream and then there's a bunch of challenging mistakes and then there's outcome. Unfortunately, everyone quits in this part. And yeah. to me, I just look at that as part of the journey. So I, I have true stickability. If I say I'm going to do something, I'm not going to stop until it's done. It doesn't make a difference how long it's going to take. And so the whole thing is this part, I really don't get caught up in that minutiae. For example, if I'm top of the ski slope and I want to get to the clubhouse, I already know there's moguls and black ice and snowboarders and trees. So when I get in one of those, I don't cry and ask for a snow patrol. I just get up and suck it up and keep going to the next thing. Awesome. And um, uh, can you tell us a little bit about Secret Knock? How did you start it? How did you come up with the idea? What, what is it all about? Yeah, a lot of people kept asking, how do I get access to your switchboard? Uh, switchboard is basically a little Rolodex I have. I call it the switchboard because it connects people. Mm-hmm. And what's really neat is that it's got the who's who, everyone from, you know, movie stars and Oscar winners all the way down to business icons and, you know, government leaders. And what was really interesting is folks said, how do I meet your friends? So in my living room, 
yeah, 13, 14 years ago, I invited a dozen people and they said, well, is there a ticket to get in? I go, nah, just do the secret knock. And they went and told people and it became an organic event. And now we are Forbes Inc. and entrepreneurs like top business event in the world for business leaders. Pretty cool. Awesome. That's great. Well, I know you have to go. Uh, I wish we had more time, but I would love to bring you on for another episode and, uh, you know, talk a little bit more about the business and life. Now, before I let you go, can you tell us how people can reach out to you? Absolutely. So Instagram is the easiest way or on LinkedIn. Just find me, Greg S. Reed. And here's what's really cool. Anyone that reaches out to me, it goes direct to me directly. There's no yeah. filter or anything. Yeah. So what you do is just reach out and I don't want to talk about the weather or what you ate for dinner or your kids or their school project. But if you go, hey, man, I'm working on this thing. I need a book or I need a suggestion. Do you know anyone? I'd be glad to answer that. Yeah. And I want to end with this, okay? CPC. This is the thing that has completely changed the way I look at life and business. And I learned it when I was doing this book over here called Wealth Made Easy. And when I was doing Wealth Made Easy, CPC was a guy named Mark Anthony Bates who taught me this. And it's called Clues, Patterns, Choices, CPC. It works like this. Accountability and responsibility for every single thing that happens. Stop blaming other people. If I go out on a first date because I'm a single guy and she shows up 20 minutes late, that's a clue. But if I go on the second, third, fourth date, she's 20 minutes late every time, there's a pattern. Now, it's my choice to deal with it, adjust it, argue, complain, break up with her. But it's not her fault. She's just late. It's not my job to change her. Yeah. It's about that accountability and responsibility. How many times have we seen someone with a bad reputation in business? They'll cheat your best friend. Then you do business with them because it'll be different this time. We get messed up and then we're mad at that person. We saw the clues, patterns, and we made the choice. It's the same thing as seeing a rattlesnake rattle, bite your little sister. Then you go to pet it and get bit and you're mad at the snake. <laughs> Suck it up. Have clues, patterns, choices and accountability and responsibility, everything that happens. That's great. And um, I just want to make sure people understand that, you know, what you said is absolutely true. I send you a message on LinkedIn within within a few seconds, uh, you know, I get a response like this is not possible. Like, how is it even possible? So uh, Greg is absolutely very, very responsive on LinkedIn. So thank you so much, Greg, for uh, spending this time with us and sharing your wisdom. Uh, absolutely. And yeah. by, the way, by the way, our, our next secret knock is going to be in September in San Diego. Listen, everyone, not everyone that applies gets to go. I'm going to be very upfront with you. And it's the craziest event. It costs thousands of dollars, and we will not tell you where it is or who will be there, just mm -hmm. so you know. But the people that trust us and the people that join our community, it will blow your mind. Yeah. And so all we'll do is tell you it's going to be in San Diego, California at this point on September 2nd and 3rd. You go to secretknock.co, 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 fill out an application and see if you want to be part of this, this community. And the main thing is this, when you do come, I tell you, you'll never remember the money that you spent, but in a year or two years from now, you'll remember all those people you'll have on your speed dial. That's great. Awesome. And remember guys, we are giving away two books. Uh, Greg is giving away two books. So drop your comments and uh, names and we'll get back three books. three books. There we go. There's another one. All right. <laughs> another 10 minutes. We'll have a full library here. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. Keep smiling. Everyone. Talk to you soon. And that's all for now. Until next time. Now, if you're an entrepreneur or a career professional, then I invite you to join our growing community. 
navigate to bootstrapping.group. As a welcome bonus, you will get the Startup Founders Technology Accelerator video series and Mastering Your Inner Game video series absolutely free. This series of short videos address some core issues which are instrumental in helping you move forward in your business or career. The videos are yours to view and share for free. No obligations or strings attached, except for one. You have to take action and implement it. So join us today, navigate to bootstrapping.group. If you want more engaging videos and insightful interviews with industry's thought leaders, then check out the other videos we have picked for you. The link is right there. And if you want to be notified about our new content, please do consider subscribing to our channel.